This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. morning welcome back to the sports radio 610 outdoor show hour number three i'm captain mickey eastman producing the outdoor show this morning is jace and it is 605 here in the bayou city all right let's head down to corpus christi let's check in with captain cliff webb this morning check his pulse cliff good morning what's up man morning mickey just lots of good wind uh see that north wind pumping again that's awesome man yeah Got a front, man. Got a front. Yes, sir. Going to help our fish and everything else. It's yes. been a, it's been a crazy, crazy week, man. I've been sending you some great pictures. I, I just decided to send them to you because yeah, it was an unbelievable week, man. Stuff and uh, getting my blood pressure up. Well, I'll start with that deer picture. I'll start with that great deer picture. That was that was killed in Woodsboro on low fence. That's a one ninety eight. One ninety eight. That's Chris's. Uh, yeah, that's Chris's place. Chris Culture, the guy that has a. Uh, you know, Chris's Marine there, the hanging yeah, guy. And yeah. He's up there and a bunch of his friends on that leash for years. And they killed a 175 a couple of years ago off there. You know, it's all low fence. And uh, they've never seen that deer. And that guy shot that with a bow. And uh, never seen him on a game camera. Never seen hide a hair of him. And he steps out. I don't know how wide that thing is, but that's a 198. That's a monster. That's a beast. That's Just an absolute beast. You know, so... They've been hunting that. Then that elk picture, that elk picture is just unbelievable. So my buddy Barry calls me earlier in the week and says, hey, man, I'm going down to West Texas to hunt with Dusty down there. And that's, that's where I killed the elk last year. Headed down there. He's got a – they're in rut, and they got some big old bulls down there. And they got bigger bulls in Colorado, I think. They got 400-class bulls. Yeah. You know, and they got down there and beagled that monster up. And I think it's it scored 390 and some change. It's a book. Yeah, but it's you know, got it's such mass, man, on its oh, blades yeah. up on the top. And the eye guards mm-hmm. are unbelievable. That's, that's a – Yeah. Man, it's pretty good for a I Texas got, elk right there, bud. Oh, that's, my God. That's scaring I didn't, I didn't the hell out of 400 inches. It, it, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, – you know, I had got talking those late last night when I got the pictures and stuff. I can't wait to hear about the hunt. But, man, those two guys are hunting machines right there. Uh I got to go hunt with those guys, and they're they're a lot of fun. They they're, they're strictly business. They they get after it. They kill they kill some great animals. But isn't that something that Texas has elk like that? Man, it is. That is something else. But uh, anyway, it's been a crazy week. You know, I've just done everything. I've 
I fished or bird hunted, uh, you know, filled up feeders and surfed. Surfed yesterday. <laughs> surf was great. It was clear. And, and Mickey, yesterday we're surfing. We come in back and we park on the beach and we watch these guys with these long rods with these big topwaters catching these kingfish off the rocks. It was pretty amazing. They were throwing these giant poppers and these big old kingfish were smoking them off the rocks. It was pretty credible looking, man. I used to don't see that very often, you know? That is. Kingfish you know, on the rocks. Yeah, and uh, there's some small tarpon and a lot of snook caught this week. Uh, one of my friends, Greg, said he's, he's going down the causeway there, and uh, a guy reels in a big old snook on a sail line right there on the JFK <laughs> causeway. You know, isn't that something? You know, <laughs> Dang. they and still use those sail lines down there. I know they were yeah, real popular. Nuts, man. They're Back nuts in the down day, there. I didn't know they were still yes, doing that. Yeah, I tell you, I got a great sail line story for you. I, I'm a kid, and I put in at Burl Island. You know, and I got a little skiff, about a 16-foot skiff with a, I think it had like a 25 horse on it. And me and the wife are cutting down that east side. It's real windy, you know. And I didn't see this guy sitting on the shoreline with his cell line. And he's sitting on the stool, you know. He's from up north. He's sitting on the stool, and he's got this big crank. And when I go over, I see somebody sitting on the bank. Of the, I don't see the cell line 5,000 yards to the left of me, you know. And, and I look, when I, when I look over that stool, I hit that line. I see. I see that guy get lost, lost <laughs> off that stool. He was holding on to that spool, and of course I hit that line and <clears throat> wrapped it up in my prop. You know, it wasn't real pretty. And so, uh, anyway, I undo it. You know, and I undo it. it. Didn't cut the line. You know. Wow. And then, then I go on around the corner to put my boat on the trailer. Here's about five of those guys <laughs> from up north waiting for me at the ramp. You know. Uh oh. Well, I mean, that <laughs> was hey. all good. I, yeah, I told him what happened, you know, and he said, that's ah, no problem, man. He said, he started telling me how hard it did, you know, but I had no idea. From then on, I looked, you know, for the cell liners, but you don't see them because, you know, they're way out there and they got a little cell on them and you just don't see them coming by. And a, a lot of the lines now have lead on them where they sink, but in those old days, those lines didn't sink very well. And boy, I popped that guy off that stool. It was bad, man. Anyway. Uh, that's good, but. Yeah, fishing, you know, I fished Monday here, Mickey, I went out just to flounder fish. I thought, well, there ought to be some flounder running. And uh, Greg and I went out, you know, we caught one flounder and some nice trout, 23-inch trout, a bunch of sandies and stuff. But the flounder fishing didn't kick on. Then yesterday, everybody in the world was catching flounder. They made a big run yesterday. I saw a lot of people catching them off the rocks and, you know, people coming in with them. But right. it's funny how you just got to hit that right day. And, you know, Doug Burr would always say those those strong southeast winds before the front is when you get the really big runs on the flounder right before the fronts. Right. You know, so kind of what's happening here. But it sounds like applause you know, catch some flounder. Since you guys got a few flounder running. Yeah, they they had three, but I mean they're not even fishing for them. They're trout fishing, but uh, it's fixing to be time where you can you can wade fish when you're trout fishing and you can just you can wipe them flounder out big ones you know good three to mm -hmm. five pound flounders this time of year yeah we're, i think this is going to really kick them in and you know i think a lot yes. of it's why i didn't catch them so much monday the water was still really high and they just weren't on the drop-offs in the mouth of slews are still way up mm -hmm. in there and they're scattered out once they, they get this water falling out and they, they pile up in the drains and stuff it'll be easier to catch them Sure it will. But the, the amount of flounder boats last night was unbelievable. Looks like a every city trader out there. down here. <laughs> oh, every trader down here had a flounder boat on it. And I don't know how many thousands and thousands of gig last night, but man, I'm glad it's windy now. They'll get a little break tonight. But man, that little uh, we get we're getting commercial activity here because of our water clarity. It's just unbelievable. I remember one night years ago, probably thirty years ago, I was down at Rockport and I was we were at Moose Johnson's place at Sand Dollar, and it was night, and 
we're all sitting out on the deck and I asked Jay, Jay and Lowell were there. I said, Jay, well, what's all those lights out all over the bay? He said, that's all flounder fishermen. That's flounderers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, seriously, it looked like a city out there. Yeah, it's amazing we catch any. It's just something. It really yeah. is. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is, you know, that none of these guys, none of them, you can ask anyone I've never seen, they've never been checked, not one time at night, and never. And they'll, you know, they drop off all their stuff and toast and keep going, but there's just no activity here at night. Uh, there's just nobody gets out and checks them. That's that's what's hurts, you know. Right. You know, it's just, we just don't have that activity at night. They just don't check them too much. But uh, it's all right. At least they got the at least they got the limits down in November where we're gonna, you know, get some come out in the Gulf and spawn and come back. That's a great deal they did there. I think that was smart. You know, give them a little break. Yeah, the listener sent me a uh, picture and a text yesterday. He took his son. To New, New Mexico antelope hunting, and uh, sent me a picture of it, and said, "And uh, it was an awesome trip. They had a great time." And said, uh, "Oh, and those things are absolutely delicious and tender. Who would have thought that? Wow. Really, <laughs> antelopes are very good. I remember my uncle Joe I, I, used to go I, every know. year. Uh huh. Been years since we we've hunted those, but I remember that. You know, I remember another animal that I was surprised was that little black buck. We shot some at Sarita." I'd never eaten those things. That black buck was a good eating animal. I was surprised on that, you know. So, but I have I can't remember what the antelope tastes like. But uh, my still the favorite's the axis deer. I'm, <laughs> I got my, my my axis deer. I'm hoping I'll get one. I didn't get one last year, so hopefully I get an axis hunt in this year. But out of all the game, that axis is pretty hard to beat, buddy. Well, they are. They're very good, very tasty, and beautiful animals too. I uh, know it. You know, it's just sitting there. It's funny because the freezer's empty. I'm getting ready to plug it back in and start filling it up. And I was listening to Blaine down there. He's still got birds. Our birds just left, man. I, they must be down there, Blaine, because our birds have, have flown out of here. So, well, it'll be interesting to see what this front does. I'm going to forward some downtown. pictures to you during the break, and you're not going to believe. I yeah, mean, I can imagine. when you get a group in on one evening, you send them out there, and in one hour, they got 360 birds laying on the yeah, table. That's, that's, that's kind of nasty, man. Yeah, that's a great Real stuff nasty. right there. Boy, Blaine's got a great place down there, man. I got, I'm going to go hunt with that guy. I've got to. He, just, he, he said it was like a gift from heaven. You know, he already had all the birds right. they could shoot, you know, with yeah. all the residents and everything in that norther hit, and all those birds came from all over. He, he said they're from all over the United States. <laughs> that's what he said. He said there can't be any birds left north of here. And, uh He's never, well, he's been down there almost 40 years, and he's never seen anything like it. It's incredible. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. You're a bird hunter. You better pack everything up, quit your job, take off, whatever you got to do, and go get them while while it's hot. We had a good run here. You know, just for some reason, they kind of left right now. And when I was filming up feeders a couple days ago, the amount of quail are just unbelievable. I saw cubbies with 25. That's what he was just telling me. You know, 15, 20 bird cubbies everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's wow. got to be good, you know. Yeah. Let me knock this break out, Cliff. I'll come right back all at right, you, buddy. Right. Hang with me. I'll be right back. All right, you're listening to The Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents... Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 619 here in the Bayou City. Let's go back to Cliff Webb. All right, Cliff, we're back. Did we lose him? Ramp him up. I don't hear him yet. Silence is golden. (laughs) I don't hear anything. Oh, well. No, it's uh, it's not working, Jace. Maybe his phone's on mute or something. Call him back and see. Got a text from a listener wanting to know if flounder season was closed. Well, it, it doesn't close. They just reduce the limit to two fish. That'll start November 1st, and uh, that'll run through December 14th at midnight just might as well call it 15 since strikes midnight it's 15 so but anyway that's the that's the drill on the flounder but uh that's where we're at the height of flounder season but that's that's what they're having to do to build the populations back up is reduce the limits let let all of them get through and get out of here and spawn and do their thing and then Come back in. We got him back now. Cliff, are you there, my friend? Yeah, I'm there, buddy. I'm, I'm here, man. I'm here. I don't know what happened. It, either you hit the I don't mute know. button or no, uh, I didn't it, do nothing, man. I was listening to Johnny Cash and it's gone. Oh, you man. could hear all of it. You could hear me and everything. <laughs> I could hear and all that and nothing, and then all of a sudden it went blank. It made that noise and that, 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 that sound kind of faded. Yeah, yeah, that pop and it was gone. But I don't know what's going on. There could be the wind or whatever. I don't, I don't know, know. Gremlins, man. So I'm back. You're back anyway. <laughs> yeah, but man, just uh. What a what a great week, you know. Also, big trout. So, 
I got a lot of guys that I keep up with. One of them's Hudson Moon. He's a really good stick in the water, and I always get a report from him. He's he works too dang much, uh, but when he fishes, he's good. And uh, him and his buddy were fishing in Bath, and I think it was uh, probably Wednesday. And his buddy caught a 29 inch back there, had some good fish. So there you go. These guys are getting up shallow and grinding it out. You know, it's a and there's some good fish. The like of fishermen, people are like I say, filling up deer feeders and bird hunting. So there's not as many fishermen. Of course, the tourist things kind of left. But uh, this last week we had that sharkathon thing. Man, oh my God, the amount of people were in town were unbelievable. Mickey. Really, there were thousands of people. Yeah, and uh, all up and down our beach with these giant shark rigs out. And, yeah, uh, what the big shark pay like thirty grand or something? I'm not sure what happened. I went to the way and I couldn't even get. There were so many cars I couldn't even get to see what happened on the way in. I didn't. I never had you know got any results or anything from it yet. But the amount of people and those are a bunch of nice people too. You know. They're all up on the beach. They're all sitting there with their friends barbecuing and having a cold drink. And yeah, have you seen the how nice they rig their trucks out with yeah. all the rod yeah. holders and everything? I mean, really it's, it's really cool. It's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, and that's uh, that's so cool. Those guys getting into that like that. You know, it's so nice they got a hobby like that. You know, they're <laughs> they're not out breaking into your cars and stuff. They're out there fishing, man, and you know, doing things they shouldn't do. They're out there in the outdoors having a good time and. Every one of them, when you go by, you, they all wave at you and want you to come and talk to them. And it's neat to see how they do that. A lot of these rigs now, they don't. It's In the old days, it was all big spools of mono. And now it's a mono and braid mixture in the spool of the line. They fish the sharks, so they don't have as much stretch. But to watch those guys paddle those big, giant baits out in those kayaks, and that rough surf was pretty impressive. <laughs> Just amazing. Just amazing. Wow. But, yeah, the shark. Now, then we got the eclipsers down here now, waiting for the eclipse today. So the the town is just full of people. I mean, it's just crazy how many people are down here. So uh, I think they got to watch it from the beach or something. But we're we're Corpus Christi is full up. Let me tell you, buddy. Is uh, it? Yeah, I don't know what the thing is with the eclipse. I think everybody's got to go to the beach to see it. But they're here, <laughs> you know, whatever. You know, and that's the thing about Corpus, Mickey. We're not really equipped to handle so much crowd. You know, it didn't, uh, the crowds came faster than the growth of the town and stuff. So, man, everybody's having a hard time just getting around and getting into a store and stuff. So, it's uh, a little Corpus Christi has changed down here, buddy. Let me tell you. It really has. I've heard that from more than one person. I can tell you that. Yeah, it's just in the last couple of years, it's probably doubled in, in, in people. It's just crazy. One to one. And, of course, it yeah, it's just <laughs> nuts, man. That's nuts, but it's all good. And, and, and you know, like Plog was saying a while ago, this front is we're going to see after this front. So when this water temperature falls out this coming week right here, and hopefully we'll get some southeast wind behind this front again to push some water back out. But the, just the water temperature alone makes these fish so much more aggressive on soft flashes and top water. You know, I love that time when that water's dropping. They get much more aggressive. And it's like you said, I'm missing that top water bite. We've had so much high water and, and grass in our system. You know, I'm just waiting for everything to flow out and get back on our top water because we should see some good fish come in of October, November. You know, huh. so uh, I mean, that's this lure time now, buddy. It's uh, yes. You know, it's uh, being I'm, I'm not a bait fisherman. I kind of I don't do as well in the summer, but uh, in the winter when everybody's gone and the bait flags are down, it's Katie bar the door for me. <laughs> this is my time of year. Yeah. For most of us. I love yeah, this time of, of year. You got there's so much you can do. 
Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, just like this week, we surfed, we fished, you know, flounder fish. We did it all, you know, bird hunted. So pretty cool time of year. I just wish the birds wouldn't have left. It's kind of disappointing to go up there and it's like the gym doors locked. You're ready to play in nothing. Just like where did they go? Man. Yeah, and it's funny it, how that. And Blaine's not that far from you. Where you no, hang so around the Alex area, don't you? Yeah, yeah. We just usually have tons of birds, and they come in waves, Mickey. They'll do that, and uh, boy, in two weeks or two or three days, even they'll come in a big wave of, of birds from the north will come in. But we've got the food, and we've got all these commercial sunflower seeds around us. They've harvested a lot of them now, and we've still got some grain in some of the fields. And of course, the goat weed is off the chart here from all the rain. So we got the food. Just uh, I think they just kept on going and went over to Blaine's. I think it. I think all that corn and grain he's feeding, they've heard about it. <laughs> well, it, but he's got so much croton, you know the the, uh, yeah. you know the goat weed, Mexican weed. What you know, it's got several different names, but it's croton. And he said uh-huh. all these birds are just loaded with that when yeah. they clean them. Yeah. Their crawls are just full of croton. Yeah, we've got it everywhere on our place. And the giant sunflowers, you know, we've had this rain, and <clears throat> our sunflowers are 10, 15 foot tall, the wild sunflowers, Dang. which are really good for them late in the year. But, uh, boy, our deer are fat. I've um, seen some really good deer pictures uh, all over Texas. It seems like we got some good horns. Yeah, Blaine said his deer are real healthy. They're just, they're they're fat. They're in good shape. Have you seen any monsters yet? Blaine seen any monsters down there yet? He's seen some, you know, 140-ish to 160 class deer uh-huh. while they're dove hunting naturally now come opening day uh-huh. you won't see them but, uh, <laughs> but he said his deer down there they're not coming to the feeders corn's just piling up food. under the feeders there's so much good foliage and everything for them to eat they're not having to come to feeders for a snack. i think this what's going on in our place too we're not seeing the deer we should be seeing but you know the thing is we fed all year long with roasted soybeans and stuff and those deer are so right. fat and used to eat it now our ranch is green looks like the bahamas out here it's crazy you know there's vines coming down from the tree like what That's what he said and everything's yeah. chest high you know all the buffalo grass mm-hmm. and the croton everything said it's just grown up it's just nuts green jungle looking it's great yeah it's going to be good for our wildlife here and just uh and then that's just so good about getting the rain at the right time. Yeah. He said even the snakes are fat down there right now. <laughs> I saw those snake pictures. He's always, you know, that I, that guy kills more snakes than anybody I've ever seen. That That's amazing. It's like a daily routine Man, for him. Man, he's at Snake Central down there. I mean, you know, when you're in a bird area like that, you know, Heavenville, Jim Hogg's always been noted for quail and all that. And uh, you're just going to have a lot of snakes, a lot of critters. Yeah, that's it. That fence rider on the Kennedy, he would go out and ride for two or three weeks. And I talked to him. He never, hardly ever left the ranch at all. And he was a he was a horseback rider, just unbelievable. But he would le- let his lariat out, his rope, and make a knot in the end. He'd go by a snake and, and he kind of whip it with that knot and kill it with that knot and never get off his horse. He wouldn't huh. waste a bullet on a snake. Isn't that crazy? That is. And nice. he could open the gates. He could open the gates with his lariat. He'd, he'd go over there and... and and rope the, the gate, top up, and flip the latch with his, and turn around and flip it back with his with his rope. <laughs> that guy was a, you talk about a cowboy. These people think they're cowboys. That guy was a cowboy. Yeah, <laughs> that was that's, amazing. That's a real cowboy right there, buddy. Yeah, that was good stuff. And I miss all that stuff. And those kind of people you never hear about and you never see. You know, there's a lot of that history in our, those people in the ranches. They're just, they're amazing what they do. And people never hear about them. They, they come and go, you know. But you know, my grandmother's still... uh, brother. Uh, T. Mobley, that was his name, T. Mobley, my Uncle T. Wow. He had a uh, big cotton cotton farm up uh, right there. It bordered up against Fort Hood up in Gatesville. And uh, 
he had a lot of rattlesnakes, and he was he had been bit so many times he was pretty much immune to them. Uh-huh. And uh, he would walk up behind a rattlesnake and grab it by the tail, sling it up in the air like a bullwhip over his head, and then just pop the head on it and kill it. I've heard of people doing that. That's nuts. God, that's nuts. Man. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. You know, my cousin got bit by a snake last week. I was going to tell you. I forgot to tell you last week. So they live right there in Tavola, Tivoli, right there on Highway 35. Uh-huh. When you come down, that's all my family along that river. That's a bunch of my kin folks there. And they're born and raised. And, and um, Dusty's been there all his life. He's probably in his 70s. And he goes out the back door there and moves something on the porch, and a cottonmouth bit him right on the hand. Oh, and, uh, Man, it swelled him up. He spent a couple of days in the hospital. But uh, that's the first time in all these years anybody's got bit of all of our family lived there. The first time anybody ever got popped, you know. But it 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 made him sick. That's you know, something else. Yeah, a cottonmouth bite is not uh, anything to play with. Copperhead yeah, so, isn't yeah. either. Yeah. So anyway, that's funny how huh? I know a guy got bit on the thumb weeding a flower bed, and they had to cut his thumb off. Oh man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something. I said, well, at least it wasn't your trigger finger. Well, <laughs> yeah. oh, that would be bad, wouldn't it? That would be bad. Oh, Have you or your thumb on your right hand where you couldn't thumb your spool. I still right. cast and reach over and thumb it with the other thumb. I yeah, figured I out. Yeah, learn to fish left-handed. Yes. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out all these aches and pains. I got the shoulders and the wrists, all these issues I got. And so my casting's changing a little bit, but I'm oh, not man. stopping. I've so been dragging a leg it. for about two weeks. I don't even know what I did to my bad knee. I just woke up with uh-huh. it like that. I'm going, what uh-huh. in the world? Yeah. At least you woke up, Mickey. That's a good well, thing. Well, that's true. It woke up. <laughs> a lot of them aren't. A lot of guys our age are checking out, man. It's just amazing. Yeah, buddy. I know it. I know it. That's all right. Just, uh, I need to catch play, more. play the hand you got. That's good, man. But I'm so yeah. f- looking forward to this fishing coming up. I got a really good fisherman on uh, Monday coming up, hardcore guy, weighed by himself. So I should have a good report because I'm going to fish pretty hard next week. It's uh, it's time. You know, look at the records. This is about it right now. After the 15th of October is when we start really catching some good fish. Yeah, it's, I'm going to start hitting it hard next week behind this front. And I got my, we got our 10 days of crabbing in. I'm, about having <laughs> crabs i've been crab walking. did you do that's that what's oh, wrong man. with my knee <laughs> me and my yeah. buddy we did that did our 10 day run on crabs so now it's time to start harassing the fish yeah something man you got that many crabs you know we didn't have them for years and years and our salinity level was so high and finally we got a few crabs back but there was no crab traps in this bay no crabs at all when the salinity level is 80 parts per thousand and now the rain has gotten better so there's some crabs in our system Right, but there for a while you just didn't see them. It's nuts. How just a couple hundred miles will change things down the coast. Like you guys got more crabs and flounder. It's like the, you know, Rockport and Port Aransas, all those flounder up there. We got flounder, but you guys got so much more north. You know, it's just uh, it's got to be the sleuth. Well, yeah, it's the marsh system and in the brackish water that makes a big mm-hmm. difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm hoping I get a couple before the they change the limit. I sure would like to have one or two baked flounder. That's that's one fish I will keep. I find gonna go i go just flounder fishing i'll just sit there and dump the bottom all afternoon and try to get one so see what we can do yeah. but uh, i'm gonna get, get a more story with uh i'll get with barry and get a better story on that elk but that is a monster for texas and uh yeah, when i talked to him uh, I hear about the hunt but he bugled that thing up i'm sure blades on that thing the mass was just yeah. unreal yeah the, the elk i saw in that place when i was hunting i hunted up there within three days when i shoot that cow 
the amount of bull elk were unbelievable, the big bulls. And it's so cool because Dusty, you know, he knew that big bull was there. He could have shot it himself, but he calls his best friend uh, Barry up there. They're good friends. Let's his friend shoot it. And that, that's a pretty good friendship right there, buddy. That, that that's is. A, that's a good heart. That's I a good heart right you like that. <laughs> I'm glad to have them both as friends. They're super good guys. But I Put me in, quick. Coach. I'm ready to play. Put me in, Coach, well, I can't wait to hear the story because I know he whacked him. He's a good shot. I can't hear how that all turned out. But yeah, I was blown away about how big that elk was. Man, yeah. golly. Majestic mm. animal. It is, man. But uh, I'll, uh, All right, I'll buddy. Well, hey, I wish you the best. I'll tell Blaine to kind of blow you some doves over there towards Dallas. <laughs> oh, man, I appreciate it. Well, I'm going to come not, see him. Just, call him you go. Just let me Drive know. over to his ranch one day and hunt the evening, spend the night, and come home. Hey, anytime you get a wild hair and want to do that, I'll meet you and I'll pay for the trip. You just call me, man. All right, buddy. We can we can make that happen. We All right, Mickey. Well, thanks happen, for having Captain. me on, buddy. All right, man. Throw them out a number, Cliff. Somebody wants to call All you. right, Mickey. I'm at Erico 361-949-0707. Have a good day, Mickey. Thanks, man. We're going to do it. Have a good weekend, Cliff. I'll See you, buddy. buddy. All right, later. All right. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse. Croker's located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke. That's at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for, for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand right there at the store. They have them on display with all their diffusers and regulators, different size bottles. You can have them refilled there at the store. And if you need more info, you can call Jason at 281-701-8107. And when you're by the store, check out all their wild-caught guff seafood. Their, their shrimp are always fresh and on sale. You know, they have good specials and uh, good availability, whether you're looking for the 9, 12, 16, 18s, or what have you. And check out their Cajun Grill next door. Great food at great prices. 409-945-4001 or BoydsOneStop.com. When you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. It's one thing falling in love with a house and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Well, I left Kentucky back in 49 and went to Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 639 here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Lake Livingston, Pinwall Campground, and Marina. Let's check in with Harry Detan. Good morning, Harry. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Mickey. How are you this morning? Couldn't be better, my friend. What's up? Well, what's up? I guarantee it's blackouts right there. There's no daylight yet. I know. It's uh, with this time the way it is. I kind of like it this way. Well, uh, it isn't bad. 
I mean, I wish they'd just leave it alone one way or the other. And, yeah, just leave it like it is, and let's just roll this way. Yeah, just let it let it roll. That'll be all right. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's a pretty nice morning this morning. I mean, we got some wind out under this morning. I think you know, I think the temperature is around sixty-one or sixty-two degrees. But right. But it's kind of kicked up a little bit windy. Uh, we've got maybe about a uh, twelve mile twelve mile line wind, something like that. I don't know. It's it's, it's pretty breezy, but uh, but anyway, it's uh. It's, that's just the way it is. You know, the old lake, uh, we have came up a little bit, you know, but it's just very fractional. It's just a little bit, you know, but uh, I think we're at, uh, I think like 127, 28, 29, something like that. Right. Uh, What's so normal pool, 131? 131. Yeah, <laughs> we're a long ways from one thirty-one. Yeah, you got a ways to go, brother. <laughs> we, got a ways, we got a ways to go, but still, I mean, you know, the it settled down uh, anyway. I mean, it stopped. Uh, it's kind of turned back around and starting to come up just uh, uh, just minutely a little bit. But you know, with the heat, we haven't been having the heat. We're not evaporating water quite as much as what we were, so. Anyway, maybe we'll get some more rain and, and it'll come on up a little bit more. But uh, but uh, everything's going pretty good. It's re- really been quiet up here on the lake. I mean, uh, I went down Lake there the other day, and, and Mickey, uh, as far as I could see, I couldn't see another boat anywhere. And you know, it was everything was pretty pretty much empty. Uh, that's that's just a, unreal. That's hard. That's hard uh, to believe, ain't it? But, you know, I mean, it never is very busy this time of the year. Uh, and I know in fishing I mean, still good. I saw, I saw some really good white bass pictures this, this week uh-huh. on Facebook, you know, posting up. It's, it's, it's still doing good, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I mean, but, you know, I mean, you know, you got deer season coming up and everything else. And, and uh, so, school and everything. So, most of the time, this time of the year, it's, it's, it's uh, really pretty quiet, but it seems like it's just been quieter than quieter than normal. Mm-hmm. And um, the white's been doing really good. I mean, uh, catfish is good, and you know, I'll tell you what, uh, i got a couple of friends of mine, they black bass fish all the time, and uh, especially during the week, and, and uh, they've been they've been doing good on the black bass. They really have. Right. Uh, I mean, so, you know, I mean, uh, Overall, you know the fishing is is pretty decent. They sure is. The lake's low, and and uh, there's just there's just not a lot of activity around the lake. I don't know what was actually what was going on uh, this week, but for whatever reason, I had uh, uh, quite a few calls this week for people looking for uh, 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 campsites. To camp out in, but I mean, we we just don't we don't have any anymore. But there was people out looking, and maybe they just want to take advantage of it. I mean, the weather's beautiful. I mean, uh, you know, we got cool mornings, and, and uh, the days are are not bad either. No. So I don't know, but 
anyway, it's pretty good. You know, I walked out my back door last night and, and uh, uh, my, uh, <laughs> my, my security light came on and all of a sudden, boom, I get, there was a big old doe run right straight through the woods. <laughs> she was running. I don't know why. Maybe it startled her or maybe she was just running. I don't know, but she was running about 90 miles an hour and I, I don't know how in the world they see around the trees. If it was me, I'd have hit every one of them. But, but my God, she, she was moving on. But, maybe been running from a buck. You know, it's time for the rut start kicking in up that maybe, way. Maybe. And you know, uh, we've been seeing, I mean, you know, just right here, uh, my property here on Pinwall, we've been seeing some deer. And something's sure, something's got them moving. I don't know what, you know, but, uh, uh, you know, I mean, it's a little more understandable, you know, when rifle season uh, started up, you know, more people out in the woods. But, you know, I don't think there's that many people in the woods right now to make them move. But, but something that you've been making them. Well, you got a few bow hunters, you know. And uh, I saw a real good deer killed up, uh, what was it, Trinity County or one of them uh, with a bow this week. Yeah. A, a yeah. kid shot at a little teenage guy and he uh, uh-huh. shot a deer of a lifetime beautiful buck is that's that's good that's good yeah that's that's what makes it it sure does but i tell you what mickey if you got to shoot me just use a 30 out six on me i don't want to be just get it over with. with i don't want to bleed yeah, out yeah. either just get I, it over I, with i, I don't want to <laughs> run for a mile before i drop you know or nothing have it and i'll be done with it but uh Things have been going, uh, it's been really pretty quiet up here around the lake. It, it sure has. Uh, the weather's been nice. We've had some really, here's, I think this week, uh, coming week, I think we're going to uh, have some lows down in the 50s, I think. Yeah, they were showing, uh, well, you'll be, you'll probably be in the 40s up there, the way it's looking, Maybe. you know, with this reinforcement Maybe. front. Yeah, and uh, that seems like, just kind of come on real quick. We go from uh, from uh, uh, mornings of eighty degrees down to mornings of forty degrees. That's forty degree spread, you know. I mean, so uh, it, it'll be all right, I guess. But uh, we just need to get a little more water in this lake. Uh, my gosh, you can see the grass and stuff growing up around the banks. I mean, it looks it looks like looks like a heyday. You know how good that's going to be for that lake, though, when that water comes back with all that foliage along the shorelines, man, for this spring, especially for the spawn on crappie and everything. Uh Man, that's going to... It'll it'll help. It'll be one of the better restocking programs that we've had. Well, yeah, it... uh, Man, all that cover for those little bitty fish and everything, that's going to be incredible. Uh That'll help a bunch. It'll be good. I mean, you know... Uh, you know, when they lowered the lake, it was several years ago. Uh, I think it was right after the, the hurricane. That, like, yeah, I think it was after Rita, wasn't it? I think it was, yes. Yeah, they when they had that dam damage. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I mean, like Kickapoo. I mean, the Kickapoo was taller than a pine tree and everything else. And then Seedy uh, uh, Beans, you know, I mean, it was just everywhere, you know. And all the grasses came up. And, well, we... The next spring, I guarantee those fish, they got off a, a bang-up spot. I mean, they really did. And, and, you know, for about, I don't know, three, four years after that, we had some really good fishing here on Lewis. I mean, uh, things really, really turned around. But uh, And hopefully we'll uh, 
we'll get that same advantage this year. I mean, uh, you know, if you think about it, in the wintertime, that's when we get all our storms rolled through, you know. Uh, you know, as, as long as this lake fills up by uh, February, January, February, that's fine with me. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather go through the winter on the low lake. I mean, I mean, you know, people think about a lake, you know, and uh, when they think of blue skies and sunshine, but uh, if you watch these wintertime storms come in and think about thinking about your bulkhead washing out and everything else, I mean, it's, that's not that's not very pleasant. So. With the lower lake, you know, we slide right over through. People have less damage on their bulkhead, and then just and then have it come on up and, and be ready to go up uh, all last January, first February. And that would be that would really be something else. It, it would be a, that would almost be a godsend. It sure would. It would work really nice. But, but uh, I mean, so anyway, we'll just have to wait and see. But you know the. Uh, Trotliners, I mean, they're, they're trotliners today. I mean, today they, they, they're catching some nice fish out on these trotlines and all. But uh, they, they, they do it all right. Uh, I don't know if anybody, you know, there's one guy, his name's Pick Bland. And, uh, I guarantee, like I told somebody the other day, I was talking about old Pick, and, and uh, if I could write a book, I'd write a book on that guy. You know, that guy, he is. One, I, I just about call him hitting a legend here on Livingston. I mean, what that guy doesn't know about, he's caught line on this lake ever since it was a lake. And right. They picked down to 80, about 81 now. Uh, you know, they they used to uh, give them, well, they sons and stuff, Wayne, and now they, they threw the long rods down at the dam there years ago, you know. And, and uh, you know, there was one time, I think, you know, they was uh, they was taking shed from below the dam. There'd be a semi truck sitting there, and they all they is catching shed for a nickel a pound, and just loading loading trucks all day long. You know? but, but he's he's got a lots and lots of experience. I mean, and somebody that knows this lake just like the back of their hand. That man does. Uh, uh, he's a uh, really a pretty good guy. His health's kind of going down. Now and he's had some health issues, but but uh, he's still out. He's still out there trying. But he, but that guy's got tons and tons of experience. He, he really does. I mean, you know, I mean, there was a time that uh, you know, like his son Wayne and uh, Kenny Larkhart and Bobby Fly, both boys like that. They could all they could all take that 15 foot rod and hit that pocket. I think you know that was about a hundred and I don't know. Uh, it was a long ways up there. Oh, They're from the cable up towards you know uh, below the spillway there. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a long cast there, buddy. And them I guys could swing it and bring it, buddy. I think it was about a hundred and fifty, sixty yards, something like yeah. that. It was a long and ways. They're, they're, throwing, they're throwing a seven ounce cork in it, and it looked like <laughs> it looked like a perfect football pass going up through there, you know. And Big old spiral with a cork, man. Yeah, and a cork. I mean, he'd hit that pocket. And if you could hit the then if you could hit that pocket up under you, was guaranteed to fish. I mean, you wasn't coming out of that pocket with that fish. I've, that cork could hit the water and just keep on going. It just keep on going. I mean, <laughs> I, I've seen, I've seen times the fish were so heavy up in that pocket you could see the, their fins 
bad at the top of the, you know, swimming up in the CP. And then yeah, I and if you're looking at the dam, down. that left corner over there, I mean, those those yeah. stripers that come to the top just blowing so, holes all in the water. Anything that you threw in there, you yeah. were on. Guaranteed. On. I know one day we're, uh, I went down the other, uh, Kenny Lockhart come by here, and this is my guess, it was 100 years ago, and he said, Harry, let's go catch some, we'll go catch some stripers. And I said, well, it'll be all right, Kenny. So we took off, and he had a platform down through there. He said, we'll just catch us a few catfish first, and then those stripers, they're going to come out about 3 o'clock, you know, yeah. in the afternoon. Middle of the day. And, you know, we caught, we caught some catfish down through there, and, and he said, well, I need to get ready for the stripers. They'll be on, you know, he changed his rig around there. And all that was was, it was just a hook and a white, white drug, and that was it. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't no scientific thing or nothing, you know. But uh, well, I looked over yonder, and all of a sudden on that on that west side coming out of the pocket, I mean, there goes water 15 foot in the air, and there was them stripers coming out of there. I mean, they was they was balling jacked out there. And he'd throw them rods, we'd hit the big old striper, and away we'd go. You know, I mean, it was, it was, uh, it was, that was really, uh, that was quite a sight to see. It really was. That river's got a lot of, a lot of fish in it. I mean, yeah, anywhere you have running water like that all the time, it just attracts uh-huh. everything. It's just. I mean, uh, you know, I used to fish with another, uh, another old, old man, and I think he, his name Mr. Pike, and Mr. Pike, he lived on that river, uh, I think, most all of his life. And, and uh, he kept, he would come in here to the store. He liked the crappie fish, and he'd come in the store and would talk. And he'd say, hey, y'all come down on the river, and we'll go, uh, we'll go striper fishing. And, and you know, uh, you know, I, I didn't know whether to believe him or not. So, you know, finally one day I told him, well, I'll be down. I'll be down, and we'll go tomorrow. We went down. We went downriver, and there was a uh, right out in the middle of it. There was it kind of made like a little old eddy. Yeah. And he uh, he held that boat up on the uphill side, and, and we had some big old guards too. And uh, uh, you could throw that and come back across there, and you know you just watch the water just completely blow Eating up. Eating them up with them big super spooks, man. That's a uh, that's a good striper bait. That's big time. Well, Harry, I'm out of time, man. I got to run, buddy. If somebody wants to call you up at Pinwall, give them some info. Just call us up here at Pinwall. That uh, number is uh, 936-967-4752. I think our boat ramps are still running up here. Good deal. All right, Harry. Good talking to you. Have a good weekend. See you, man. All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
news. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.